2.35 and you're listening to the 123 show with me, Noreen Mir. Let's turn to the final part of uh, today's program and that is uh, for a bit of trash talk. And this week on Trash Talk, we've got Angus Ho from Greener's Action and he's back today to tell us a little bit more about how the NGO came to what it is today from a, just a small group of students in the late 90s. Good afternoon, Trash Talk listeners. We talk about recycling a lot in this show, but reducing waste is really our ultimate goal. We recently produced a new season of the Sustainable Asia podcast called Mapping Asia's Plastic Crisis, which featured Angus Ho from Greener's Action. And we learned about the depth of community involvement it takes to reduce waste here in Hong Kong. So I wanted to have him on the show to learn more about the challenges of keeping a green community NGO active and alive here in Hong Kong. Welcome to the show, Angus. Thank you so much for coming in. Thank you very much. Because I know how you're busy you are uh, with Greener's Action. But could you just talk about how Greener's Action was founded and its original history? It was um, in uh, 1993 when we were uh, a group of young students and we joined a green camp, summer camp. And then after that, we think it is very meaningful and then we would like to join together and then stick together and keep contribute to the environment. So we uh, attached to a, a local green group at that time. And then after maybe five, six years, we keep going, helping as a volunteer, do different kinds of small projects or petition or tree planting and running the green camp, educational camp, summer camp. And then we uh, start to become our own group rather than attached to a NGO. And uh, it was so-called Green Student Council at that time. And then uh, we start to, for sure, we are students and volunteers at that time. And then even uh, we go to some uh, social campaign. Uh, the first campaign on the street is uh, no more plastic bag for paper, for that newspaper. Was, that was like 2009, right? Uh, no, it's about 1998. Ah, yeah, okay. before 2000. Yeah. So okay. it's but it wasn't. But the, you didn't get it until two thousand nine or so. Two thousand nine, and we became a uh, charity group. Yeah, so we have a charity status. But at that time, we were just small, tiny student group. Nineteen ninety eight, nineteen ninety nine, and then we start a street campaign, and then go to every newspaper vendor, and then to ask them, could you try to not to distribute your your newspaper bed because all the time people just grab the newspaper that's right. and then that's that's it that's all and now it's t- coming back so because the plastic bed levy is now uh, implementing so um, if you go to a newspaper vendor you just grab the newspaper again without the uh, plastic bags and then um, I think it's about 2006 and then which is, is one of our turning point we were still a voluntary group, but we successfully to push the two major supermarket chain to start a no plastic bag day, which is a first, I think, territory-wide uh, campaign and action to stop 
distribute the uh, shopping bags to the to the people, and uh, the supermarket will ask the customer to donate fifty cents at that moment. So it was uh, two thousand and six, and then after that we pushed it become a policy. And then we pushed the government Sevalao at that moment,、uh, the environmental secretary, and then it became a law in 2009, something like that. And then we don't have an office at that moment, but we start to have a、uh, staff so that we can、uh, get some small funding and then to run some educational projects. And I think then we keep a little bit. Work more hard and harder, and then we have a a little bit more staff, and then we have our first office, <laughs> and I think it's about two thousand and eight, something like that.、Oh, and、yeah. do do you think that people listen to you more or less because you were you were a young、uh, student group? I、activists? I think so at that moment、mm. because I think at at that stage is I think about two thousand year two thousand. It's not so many、um, people like us. It's a student group, and then so so active in the on the street, and then to promote the environmental protection. Yeah. And we we also、um, have another campaign which is running for about nine years, which is、uh, to promote the environmental practice for the student lunchbox, so that the primary school, when they have、uh, lunch time, they just. Bring a lot of single-use phone box, the lunch box, and then they throw away. So that it is a、uh, quite wireless to what they learned. They learning in the lessons. They learned try to reduce to just,、yeah. reduce waste. But at the at the lunchtime, <laughs> they just get a single-use plastic. <laughs> yeah. So we 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 do a lot of things. Yeah. yeah, to promote this at that moment.、Yeah. Oh, that's really great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's exciting. It was a little bit more exciting back then. Like it's kind of interesting. You felt like you were really listened to, right? Do you feel as listened to now? And now that you are kind of a more established NGO,、um, do you feel as listened to? And is it tough to how、I've, do you keep yourself going? I think nowadays is. Is、uh, more because I think we have more network. We have a、uh, know a lots of people and company and governments, so they know what we have. They have a track record. They know what we are doing. They they know what we have done. So that when we have some advice or some comments, they will listen to us a little bit more. Yeah, a little bit more. <laughs> You're not just the kids. Yeah, yeah.、Right? So to answer your question, I think nowadays is. A little bit better, and、uh, our voice is a little bit easier to spread out. Yeah, than the older time when we were students. Yes. Yeah, interesting. And how do you keep it going? I mean, it's tough when you're constantly fundraising, right? And、yeah. uh, do do you think of an idea project first and then go fundraise for it, or do you? you I、know? think、um, at this moment because we have.、Um, Maybe sixteen, seventeen、uh, staff, so that we we need to have more projects. But I want to talking about we have established about twenty seven years, but in the first fifteen years, something like that, we were everything is voluntary. So we don't have office, we don't have any equipments, not even a laptop. So everything is our our own ourselves. So we contribute ourselves. So I want to emphasize is. 
uh, we don't actually to need a lot of money resources to to run a project to campaign. As long as we have some people have some ideas, and I still think we can do do something. So money is something, of course, but money is not everything to push the environmental protection. I uh, even nowadays. I can still think so many young people and uh, small NGOs. They are doing their own own job. Without I, I couldn't see they are a proper NGO. I, I guess they are mostly volunteer. So uh, what I say is, um, I don't think only you have a lots of resources, capital, then you can do a good job. Even you don't have a, a lots of money or capitals, you can still do something. Very insight, yeah. Right, with that, good insight, yeah. That is great to know. And yeah. when you do a shout out for volunteers, you mm. still have a good response, huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. But we don't rely on a lots of uh, volunteers nowadays because in older time, I think twenty years ago, not so many activities outside. But nowadays. Uh, without the COVID, I think so many people will go traveling. They have lots of entertainments. They have a lots of activities they can join. So they have more choice than before. So uh, nowadays we don't rely a lot on volunteers, but we still have some volunteers, of course. Yes. All right. So so then for some of your projects, like mm. the reducing, I know you've got a couple new initiatives to yep. reduce plastic waste. Yeah. Then how do you manage them, or tell us about those projects? Maybe. Yeah, recently uh, we keep pushing about the customer go to the restaurant. They bring their own cutlery and uh, boxes, containers, so they don't need to take away boxes and then dump throw it away after they finish the meal. So nowadays we have another campaign is so called no plastic economic circle. Uh, food, food donation. So, uh, because we try to encourage people to go to those restaurants, uh, bring their own containers and cutlery, and so no, no more single-use plastics. But instead of uh, giving them uh, a money incentive because the the fundings uh, do not allow us to give a a direct uh, money incentive, so we we use food donation so that if you are good enough you are, you are, you are bring your own containers so that we will in returns we will give your good heart to donate some food to the elderly so that we are not incentive to yourself but you are doing something good for the charity for the society because we will on the other hand after you do do the good job we will make some uh, food and neither canned food or something else, and then we will distribute to our society because we have two projects in Sha Tin and Sham Shui Po, and then we have a uh, collecting the surplus food and then to distribute to the elderly and the lady so that we will implement this part of job to, to our food donation program. Yeah. And then, so are you uh, doing that through restaurants that sign up with the organization, or is it me downloading an app? Or no, we are just uh, go to a small restaurant so that we talk to the boss and then tell them there's an initiative if you encourage your customer to bring your own container so that you will have a stamp card, something like that. So after they have a stamp, maybe 10 stamp, so that we will help 
representing the customer to donate certain amount of food to the elderly so that they are doing a good charity job as well as saving our environment. Oh, yeah. that's right. And can we do it now during COVID? Are they, are they accepting our... Yeah, um, I think so. But uh, um, unfortunately, I, I, I have to say the fast is n- still not so, so many people is doing this kind of job because people still think convenience. I, I don't think COVID is the main concern because even the single-use plastic, you cannot guarantee it is COVID-free. Because you don't know what who is touching the the boxes when they come from factory transportation storage in somewhere, and you you have no idea. Right. So I think it's even more safe if you bring your own container because it's stored in your home, and then you clean it yourself, and then you you know where is it put, and then you just bring down to to the restaurant downstairs, and then you buy it, and then go back to your home. So that it is more safe, I, 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 was, I will think. Yeah, Yeah, interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, Angus, thank you so much for everything that you do for Reuse, Reduce, Recycle here in Hong Kong. Thank you. Um, and for building Greener's Action to the community organization it yeah. is. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. All right. Thanks for coming in. You can find all the Trash Talk episodes on iTunes and the RTHK On The Go app. Thanks to our partners, Plastic Free Seas. If you like what you hear, I also host the Sustainable Asia podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and YouTube for a more in-depth look at sustainability issues here in Asia. Many thanks once again to Marcy Trent Long for this week's uh, wonderful trash talk. And she was chatting with Angus Ho from Greener's Action. Um, and he was talking about how the NGO came to what it is today from just a small student group in the 90s. I have fond memories of Angus Ho. I remember um, him being one of my first interviewees. Gosh, this was about 14 years ago. Um, and so it's amazing to see how his NGO has developed. And for more trash talk, stay tuned for next Monday. Mm-hmm.